In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my anniversary pal is the one and only Travis Ratz. Travis Ratz, I just want to start off this podcast by wishing you a happy 50th Comic Exposure oh, anniversary. Oh, and a happy 50th comic book. Oh, shit. We shouldn't have drank before <laughs> this. <laughs> happy 50th Comic Exposure anniversary to you, too, my friend. Is it really? But now I'm thinking about it. Is it really an anniversary? Because it's not like a yearly. It's not like because we're, we're past no, a year. No, no I think. Uh, the 50th anniversary counts. Do you call it an anniversary? Or do yeah, you say yeah. like a 50th episode I think celebration? In the, I think in the podcast world, episodes count as like years. You know? We've there been, are a lot of podcasts out there. They do like anniversary episodes every 10 episodes or something like that. That's, and that's seems bullshit. Ridiculous. That seems ridiculous. We held it off to the 50th episode, and I give us kudos to that. Uh, Cheers, we, did do like, we did do like a, like a, a one-year podcast, didn't we? We did like it's our for one year. And then, we might have mentioned it on like we might have backdoored that into a conversation, but it, we weren't we weren't celebrating. And it. now we're starting this shit off. Yeah, with a well, you have a fine glass of a tequila, mm-hmm. and I've got a uh, I stole a beer from your fridge. That yeah. reminds me, this is like the first time. This is the first time in a while. Well, not the first time. This is a long time that you and I have done this in person oh, don't tell people that we usually like <laughs> we skype this bad boy you're breaking the magic of the I moment know, right and we are face to face i forgot what you smelled like Travis. Oh, I, for, I forgot it like tequila it does, it does surprisingly <laughs> tequila um so today is our 50th episode that's right 50 hard-earned oh, episodes yeah that's right go back and listen to them all you should they're all amazing you want something i can't to do? pick a favorite well, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you. Uh, if you have 50 hours to kill, let's say you're on, you're kidnapped. And or taking you, a barge somewhere. Yeah, like literally in the a the 1920s. Barge, and all you got, but you still have, you have your cell phone and, and you have decent reception. That's right. You got, you got, you got four bars, three yeah, bars. Three bars, you could probably yeah, yeah. do it. Uh, LD, 3G would work. Maybe yeah. not LTE. Yeah, yeah. You're not using a flip phone yeah. on this thing, but, you know, keep it real. Listen to 50 Hours of the Comic Exposure Podcast. We've got a lot of shit for you oh to listen to. Oh, my God. Maybe we should do that for our 100th anniversary. It's just spend like a week listening to every episode until we go insane <laughs> and then do a podcast where we that would, slit each other's throats. That would be terrible. Uh, there's a podcast uh, right now, a podcast, uh, and he is – it's called um, – Keep it close to me, I think is what it's called. Keep it close to me, and he is currently watching. Uh, so, so um, Chris Haley is currently watching the Mortal Kombat movie, the second one, every day for a year. Wow! And he's I, chronicling his watching of it. I didn't even finish that movie once. That's he's, how bad that movie. He's is. watched it thirty over thirty times now. Wow! That's just terrible. No one should do that. Have you ever watched it once? No. no. I think I saw the first one. Oh, that was a good movie. But the second one? <laughs> I was too old by the Johnny time. Johnny Cage is not afraid to die. That's <laughs> all I say. He's not. he's not. I'll tell you what. That first movie gave the world its laser tag soundtrack for all eternity. <laughs> you cannot walk into a laser tag place without them playing the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. And every, every, uh, every, cheer, every cheer competition. Do, 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 test your might. Mortal Kombat! 
there wouldn't be a show. It wouldn't be a 50th episode no, if we, we didn't. We, do we the don't X-Men bring back the song. classics, right? <laughs> um, so on today's podcast, we're going to do a little bit of a little bit of 50th episode celebration. We're going to look back fondly on right. some podcasts and some comic books we've read. Because this is a variant episode, and I haven't prefaced this yet. You are listening to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My pal, I, my pal and I, Travis, we, we, uh, we like comic books. We read trades and graphic novels. We bring people on. We do a comic book club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a guest on. We expose ourselves or expose comics to yeah. them. Uh, we, last we episode. We our comics out, and we la- say, look at it. Last episode, look at did, it! last episode, we did Tokyo Ghost. Yeah. With, and it was a true comic exposure. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. a comic exposure miracle with Travis's buddy from In the Way Back. Yeah. He's uh, down. Like, I, he just calls me up every day. What should I read next? What should I read next? And so you should go listen to that. Great one. It's in the feed before this. Go check it out. Uh, but this is a variant episode where we bullshit about comics. Uh, we kind of talk about what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. what we're reading, what we're watching, shit like that. Uh, so... To start us off today, before we get to the anniversary stuff... Let's get some house cleaning done. Let's, let's get some stuff done. So, Travis, we are now going to be like way behind the eight ball because we didn't do an episode the day it, it, it started. So we're going to be behind. Every other podcast has talked about right, this. Right, So you know what? Which is why we're I'm not doing the whole episode. spoilers up front. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, not only have you probably seen this movie, you've probably listened to like 20 podcasts on it. Or so. at least read a thousand yeah. think pieces on it. Yeah. You and I, though, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on no, it. No, we're not. We're not. I'm not that's how cool episode. we are. That's how cool we are. Yeah, we're very flippant about this I don't need thing. to talk about it for yeah. 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We all love Spider-Man. Move on. <laughs> so we're gonna, let's talk quick about Civil War, buddy. <clears throat> I saw it. I think I saw it after prom. So me and my wife are teachers. We, we chaperone prom. We cut out early, about 9.30. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Hold on. Tell it sexy like. Wait, so you and your wife should do what? My right? wife and I, at about 9.30, we wait, left, wait, we left te- prom. Are you teachers? We're teachers. Oh, nice. <laughs> my, my wife put on her yoga pants. Oh, wait, wait. Like the one she does yoga in? Yeah, like the one she does yoga oh, in. Oh, nice. And we uh, we went and saw Captain America wait, wait, Civil wait. War. Did you guys get some treats? We you, did. you eat some treats? We got some popcorn. <laughs> wait, wait, get some butter in that popcorn? A little, little, <laughs> little butter. A little bit of some red vines. <laughs> oh, shit. Not even Twizzlers? Not even Twizzlers. Red, red vines. The original. <laughs> And then some sodas. Oh, man. And we watched a really damn late show of Captain America. I need to see it again where it's not during the day. Mine's very similar. I went, <laughs> I went to Cancun for a week, came back, didn't, hadn't gotten any sleep the whole week, and then saw a 9.30 showing on a Saturday night. Um, and <clears throat> so it really just washed over me. So even if I wanted to talk critically about this movie, it'd be very tough because it just washed over me. We saw it at 10.20. After what would have been the most, the busiest week of my entire semester, right? Uh, we literally had something every night, and then so we decided, you know what? It's prom. That's how committed to comics gonna, you are. We're gonna go to prom, and then we're yeah. gonna see a damn movie because right. we don't care, right? <laughs> so we went and saw it. Uh, so what do you think about it, Travis? For impression, what's your what's your overall thought on it? Well, it was uh, you know going into this movie, of course, the um, expectations were high hype because the huge. reviews were high. Yeah, hype you know? machine huge. It definitely did not have the reviews that a certain comic book movie, right? had before it aired. Right, and the last comic book movie I saw was uh, Batman vs. Superman. So you have that taste in your mouth. Yeah. But going into this, you go with high expectations. Everything I had seen leading up to it looked good, and it did not disappoint. I thought it was a well-structured, well-plotted movie. I thought every it gave everyone their moment in the movie, which is very tough considering the cast It is really tough characters. considering how many people are in there. That's And that's, to me, the... Um, the... Um, what they had to overcome with writing this movie with so many characters in it 
uh, even though it was like almost a three-hour movie, yeah, uh, it could have easily been a five-hour movie. And lesser writers could have taken ten hours and not given everyone the 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 gravitas and the moments and the the fun that they had in this movie. And I, I would say it was weird because it's just as many characters that are in Age of Ultron. You just swap out. You swap out Hulk for Ant Man. Yeah. You swap out Thor for Thor, Black Panther. Quicksilver for uh, Quicksilver else. for Bucky. Yeah. And essentially, you have a much better movie. A right. much better. This right. is this is essentially Captain America: Civil War is Avengers three. It might as well be. Well, and the thing I think that this movie acknowledges yes. is that we've seen big fights in comic book movies yeah. over and over and over again, and they don't disappoint in this. They give you that big fight. But it's not about that big fight. The big fight in this between the Avengers is just plain fun. Yeah. Even you even get a sense that the the characters are like it's like scrimmaging. Yeah. They're not they're not playing for keeps. They're well, there's, scrimmaging. There's even that other, scene between you know? Black Widow and Hawkeye where she's like, "You're pulling your punches." Yeah. And, like, when, we're still friends, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we're cool, right? Um, I would tell you. Uh, let's talk let, before because I've got I've got one beef. I got one beef, but I want to do. Hey, hey wanna, my friend. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Here's what I want to know. I want your. I want your. Who's your favorite character out of the mix? Who's your favorite one? Oh man, um, I'm going to go on this. I still love Iron Man. I he's been in so much. I know I, I should pick a new character. I'm not trying to be like hipstery or trendy. I just I just think that for Tony Stark to come in and steal these scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, after being in so many Marvel movies, it's just like coming home again. It's just like I'm going to a Marvel movie, and Iron Man's going to be in it, and Robert Downey Jr. is going to give me exactly what like I he want. He seemed much better in this. And again, I don't I like. I hate comparing it to Age of Ultron. Yeah, but Iron Man in this movie seemed a much better. It was a much better story for him than it was for Age of Ultron. It was a drama, and he got to. That's what he is. He's a dramatic actor. So I mean, that whole scene where he's like. <laughs> She's my mom. You killed my mom, man. Like yeah. that. Like I, 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 I oh, it was just, it was like, it's, it's so crazy. That, that scene is great. People talk about that scene a lot in the reviews, so we won't get deep into it. But yeah. when he's just like, that's my fucking, that's my goddamn mom, dude. <laughs> it was and like, I'm like, oh my God. It was pretty gut wrenching and a much better use of a mom than Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, right. A much better use of a mom. Yeah. It than... is ironic. They both kind of went that route. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite character? Favorite character. Um, I want it. I want to get a guess for you. Do, go go for it. I don't want. I'm gonna take one. Okay. Uh, was it Black Panther? It's Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther. Surprisingly, you get a complete arc for Black Panther in this movie. Right. You literally do for a character who's not who's in it a lot but doesn't have a lot going on. You get the pressure of like I'm a king's son to my dad died to I'm now in charge to I've got to get this guy I've got to get Bucky to I'm not gonna let anger destroy. What I've got, right. right? Like, you get, like, a full arc in this character, and I am beyond stoked for the Black Panther movie. Right, right. He, it was so yeah. good. He was perfect as that character. It was great. I kind of want to get... So here... Well, I think on the Black Panther as well, yeah. if they were... if Theoretically, if you're going to spend any time building up a character's origin and putting too much into it, it's the Black Panther. Yeah. Because no one knows who that character is. Yeah. You could do that for Spider-Man, and people are like, we've seen Spider-Man. Everyone yeah. knows who that is. No one knows who the Black Panther is. So the fact that they had the balls to be like, mm, here's his origin, here's his arc, here's the character, in between yeah. the story. That's and a ballsy, and I think that's I think that's that's going to 
um, it's going to be the high watermark for comic book movies to come. I don't want to sit through any more origins, man. Just I know the characters. I think you're, you're going to get an origin with Doctor Strange. You're yeah, going to get it. Yeah. Um, I think you'll get some back origin on him in the Black Panther movie. Okay. But I like that we're going to come into the movie with him as Black Panther. Uh, I'm kind of I'm excited about that. I thought he was really good. Um, I didn't watch the last Sting. I watched the one the mid credit Sting. I didn't watch the last one. What was what oh the was last it about? one is they are in is that the Wakanda? One where they're, yeah, they're in I Wakanda. saw the Wakanda one where they go out like it pans to yeah, the jungle. The last Sting is Spider Man, and it was really it was it wasn't that big. It was uh, so Peter Parker's in his bedroom. He's got his web shooter on. It starts glowing some sort of light. And Aunt May is like, what are you doing? Right? But it's not. It's Marissa Tomei. So she's yeah, hot yeah, Aunt May yeah, coming yeah. in. And she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, there, oh, my huh? God. And so <laughs> then, uh, so like he hides it. And then once she leaves, he points it back up. And it's the spider symbol. So like, oh, it's okay, like okay. whatever his web shooter is, is like putting the spider symbol gotcha. on Gotcha. Okay, not that's a really cool. big one. Uh, no, I respect it. I respect it. Vision in a sweater vest or like a V-neck yeah, sweater. Yeah, that was cool. Best best. Best he, like quirky part of the whole movie. It is, it, and uh, because he's surrounded by enough realism, uh, as far as like the look of characters, you can buy it. Even though it still looks like a guy in makeup to me, mm-hmm. you know. Well, uh, he is like an android. He's supposed yeah, to be like yeah, a guy yeah. Makeup. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's tough. But I'm glad they didn't do like CGI. Is I'm sure there's some CGI yeah. in there, but it it looks like. If that if that if vision was going to be a real thing on life, it looks yeah. like they nailed that pretty well. Um, What's your beef? What's your beef? My brother? beef. Here's my beef. I don't know that Spider Man had to be in the movie. Okay, that's my. I, I thought Spider Man was great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I stole every scene he was in. It was good. Mm-hmm. But part of me goes, and I'm mean, even. This is a bigger part part of it. I think you could take away the whole airport battle. Mm-hmm. I think you could take away. And this is. I think I would have. I really liked the movie. But here's what I think. I think you could have kept Bucky and Captain America versus um, Black Panther, Iron Man, mm-hmm. and had the other characters play a smaller role. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been a better. I don't. I yeah. don't think Ant Man yeah, yeah. needed to be there. Uh, and then Ant Man and Spider Man seemed like they were thrown in. Well, we've got we've got Spider Man back, so put right. him in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Ant Man, I think Paul Rudd is funny. Yeah, but it seemed he just seemed out of place. Forced like, into it. Yeah, like same thing with Spider Man. Like uh, we're gonna get Spider Man because we need one more guy to fight. We need to help us out. Yeah, and then oh, we need a guy too. We're gonna get yeah, balance the scales. Yeah, to balance the scales. Yeah, I I I I, I can see that. Leave. I can see that. Um, Love the movie. That scene was really fun for me. Uh, oh, you, it was you, fun. Are, you and you understand like um, franchise why why yeah. they had to put oh, Spider Man. I, t- I totally know why they had to put. I I, I do like. The end of it, where they talk about where Captain America's like, oh, we're we're not we're not back together. Yeah. But if you really need me, I will always be there. Yeah. So, I you can understand why they did it because like we can't pay to have all these actors in every goddamn Marvel movie. No. So we got to break them up in the groups so that way we don't have to pay all twelve of them as opposed yeah. to we can pay four of them. Yeah. Um. So that makes sense. But also, I think. Leading up to the Infinity Wars or whatever they call Dooley's, it, which is the name is supposed to change. Yeah, it? yeah. I, I think that separating these characters and then so that way we we don't see we got to see a little taste of them all together yeah. fighting each other. Um, I think when we bring them back together again, it, I, I'm, I'm hoping they're they're doing this. 
Because I agree, yeah. it, it was fan service yeah. at, at a lot of points. But I'm <clears throat> I'm hoping they can make it pay off. And I, every everything that Marvel has done so far makes me think it's done for a reason. Well, here's what I think you're gonna get: you're gonna get Iron Man in the Spider Man movie for sure. Okay, that's that's where you're gonna put him. You'll right. see him pop up. You'll see the Tony Stark part of it show up with Spider Man. Yeah, I think you'll see Cap in Black Panther. Because they're okay. all hiding out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think you'll see that happen. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I think the, the other reason you split them up is – and the reason why the, these accords – Thor and Hulk are going to be together in – Yeah. Ru- the Ru- reason why these accords work, like the Sokovia Accords, is they're not going to be able to show up to fix what happens in uh, um, Doctor Strange. Right. Okay. So if something yeah. happens in a city – in an American city that Doctor Strange is dealing with – Right. I think those, like, the Accords keep Iron Man out of it. And you can go, oh, well, that's why he's not there. The government doesn't want to send them right. there. And then you don't have Captain America show up because it's not bad enough and he's in trouble with the government. Right. Okay. And so it lets you play with the next couple movies without having everybody involved. Plus, Doctor Strange can operate on different planes of reality. Yeah. So it could be happening under yeah. the cover of the Avengers anyways. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I like those ideas. Um, I think that uh, I think I think it was a good movie. I think it was a strong movie. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I mean, they just keep knocking it out of the park. I got I got nothing wrong with yeah. it. Uh, I don't know if I'd go back and watch it a million times, um, but I'll probably see it again while I'm awake. Yeah, I might go this weekend. Actually, I'm taking tomorrow off. Maybe I'll go see it tomorrow. No, oh, yeah, maybe I'll go. I got a couple hours to play kill a little hooky, huh? I'm gonna play a little hooky tomorrow. Nice. I might go. I might go see it tomorrow by myself. Yeah, there you go. Who Catch goes like to see 11 a movie a. by themselves? Who goes to see a movie by themselves? Me. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. Uh, I think I've only seen like one movie by myself. Really? Uh, I love it. Oh, it was terrible. You, know you can walk in at the last minute and just because you only need one yeah. seat. Uh, I saw um, Beowulf by oh, myself. That's just a horrible movie. Oh man, it was with. bad. Yeah, and then yeah. I saw it by myself. Uh, like. Um, I was like, kind. I was like going through uh, a divorce, right? So I, 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 spoiler alert, I've been married yeah. before. I was going through a divorce, and I was like, I'm just gonna go. See, I don't, I don't need nobody. A spoiler I'm alert: go, He's married. Tell all those single ladies out there, Josh I'm is go, taken. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see a movie by myself, and it was an awful fucking movie. Yeah. He's got, he's cried in your popcorn. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. I miss my wife. No, that part. Is not. <laughs> You're like, this is so great. <laughs> um, but okay. Civil War out of the way. Civil War's out of the way. Uh, that's the the bright news of comic books this week. We got some sad news, too. Yeah, sad news. So I, I'm sure if you're a comic book person, you know that uh, Darwin Cook passed away um, recently, just a couple days ago, as we're recording this. Um, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. it, there was uh, news that his, at least from my point, I'm not in the comic book world, so my news comes from... Oh, we are, my friend. But I'm not, like, we're not entrenched in We don't, like, hang out with creators. Oh, we are entrenched. <laughs> but... And we do hang out with creators. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I just saw, like, they announced that he was battling severe cancer, and then literally the next day, that he had, he had, he, they had posted that he had passed away. Um, Darwin Cook is probably one of my favorite underutilized comic book artist at DC. He's an artist artist. He is, uh, he has a real Bruce, Tim classic comic book kind of style to him, uh, that I absolutely totally dig. Um, but it, I'm really, I'm like super bummed. Like I don't normally celebrity sort of like when everybody posts stuff on Facebook about how like 
you know, David Bowie passed away and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you've got like a thousand David Bowie albums yeah, to yeah. listen to. And, and, but like, I don't usually get bummed, but I was like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know Darwin Cook. I don't, you know, I don't have any personal stories about Darwin Cook, but I love Darwin Cook's art and I am bummed that I won't be able to see him do anything new. Right. Um, recently he had put out Twilight Children on Vertigo, which is just gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous book. Uh, I have no idea really what's going on with the story, but I did not care because Darwin Cook's art is just gorgeous cartoon. It overcomes any flaws in yeah, the story. Yeah, and, and I was totally I was totally like on board for that. Um it was just it was kind of like I think it came to a, as a shock to a lot of people in the comic book world uh, kind of seeing on Twitter and hit a bunch of people. So if you've never checked out of any Darwin Cook stuff, go go do yourself a favor. Uh go check out Parker uh, he did some uh, comic book versions of the of the novels Parker, kind of some some uh, you know uh, crime you know crime stories, uh, beautiful stuff. Um, New Frontier on DC, gorgeous stuff. If you love DC characters, but you wish they weren't like you wish Superman still had his red underwear, go back and read New Frontier. Um, Twilight Children is just gorgeous to look at. Um, Darwin Cook did some great stuff, and I'm just super bummed that I'm not going to be able to see anything else from him come out. Yeah, and that's the thing when artists die. Um, it's because I think, you know, comic book artists, they don't – they never really lose it. You know, like you know, like, like a musicians will, like, they have it and they lose it, right? Yeah. Like it's train spotting. They, they had it and they lost it, and then it's gone forever. Yeah. But um, with artists, you know, because the, the, it's – I mean, some of them have, like, arthritis, and they just can't manipulate – pencils and pens as much as they used to but for the most part it doesn't get worse it just evolves their art just evolves and changes look at like someone like jim lee maybe whether you like his style or not he's been drawing for you know yeah last three decades and it's it's not better or worse jim lee but it's just different like like it's that base style is there but things change and so when you see someone with talent like uh darwin cook and you're just like I'd love to see what he's doing in 15 years. Yeah. I'd love to see the evolution of his art because you know, it's not going to get bad. It's just going to evolve and become different. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he will be missed definitely. And, uh, um, I'm, you know, he seemed just cause I, there's not a lot out there about Darwin cook. I don't think there's a lot of interviews and things like that with him. Is there? Yeah. There's so you can there's go some? and look, there's some stuff out there. He always seemed like, like very kind of like still like, 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 like when you think of an artist, like that's yeah. him, you know? Yeah. Uh, some some really some really great stuff. If you can find some of his art to look at, none of it is ugly. It's all it's all pretty. It's all really good. If you were like a Batman in the animated series fan and you love that that you know that that sort of style, mm-hmm. you know that kind of classic but modern kind of look. Thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got great stuff. Go check it out. So that that's our that's our sad. You corner. talked about the, you know reading Twilight Children, but like you've been doing a lot of reading lately. You've been picking up a lot yeah, of random titles. I'm kind of like I'm ahead on uh, on Comic Book Club. So our next book is Kaiju Max. I've already read Kaiju that. Max. Monster. Monster. We had two tok- like two Japanese books in a row. Back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we well we had picked another book. But it got it got thrown to the side. We didn't do it, so I'm not going to mention it. But uh, we had picked a book and thrown to the side. So I had like an extra amount of time, and I don't think I have insomnia right now. But I've had like I just read before I go to bed. It's not something I've ever done until this year. I'm usually like a 
uh, go to bed right as soon as I hit this the pillow. This podcast has turned Josh into an adult who reads before bedtime. And it does. I used to like just go to bed. Yeah. But now like I read before bed. And, uh, do so you do I, the thing with your wife where you both have like your reading lights on? Uh, I or have she my passed reading light out? on. She, you, so what happens is we'll watch a TV show and she will fall asleep. Uh, the office is like the office turns her into like a narcoleptic like <laughs> like oh she's out as soon as yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. like you hear like Jim say something and then Gab's just like she's done it's like background noise <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so as soon as like an episode's over I'll just go read so I've been reading a bunch of stuff and in like stuff that I've either had sitting around or uh, had, I had grabbed at stuff so I had finished uh, Time Beavers so if you oh my god thank goodness if you want to know I'm about glad my... we got that done before 50 so we can mention <laughs> it today and then never talk about Time if Beavers you, if again if you want to know how much I love Time Beavers you can you can go on uh, Twitter and uh, follow uh, go just search Comic Exposure Time Beavers and there's a bunch of me talking about Time Beavers which was a ridiculous tale I, I finished that one that was it's really short but I was I was kind of holding it out uh, I've been. I went back and I've got some old Kid Commandy issues that I had picked up. I was reading through those. Um, recently, though, I picked up a couple different books. Um, I picked up all my ghosts from uh, from alternate uh, from alternate it comics. Like an emo band. It does sound all like an emo band. All my ghosts. It's I actually for someone like you. I'm hoping to. I don't want to say too much about it because I think I'm going to ask us to do it for a summer book. Uh, it's ten bucks. It's a. It's kind of like an. It's a really indie book. You spoil that, Josh. I'm not. Well, it'll probably be a summer <laughs> read. Uh, it's, it's. It's like ten bucks. It's. It's weird. It's like a weird shape. It's a square, right? So it's like. It's like a, an odd press. It's an indie press okay. looking book. Um, it's not superheroes. It's not science fiction. It's about a guy dealing with life. Okay. And so it was kind of a cool one and you know. So it's a single story. I really liked it. Is it is the theme song of this? All my ghosts. I pray for someone like you. Exactly. And I hope I mean, that's how it is. that. <laughs> I also read. Uh, I also read Daybreak, which is an older book that I've had before. I read it when I first got it. But Wasn't I that a Sylvester Stallone movie in the nineties? Daybreak, maybe. Where he goes in that tunnel and it crashes in on him. He's like, oh, tunnel. It sounds like every. It sounds like every uh, every Sylvester Stallone. Movie. Sylvester Stallone goes metaphorically into a tunnel in every movie. Yeah. Uh, so I've been reading Daybreak. That's kind of like a first person zombie book, like you. And the book starts with you opening your eyes and you're in the zombie apocalypse. So it's 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 drawn first person. Doom style. Doom it is yeah. kind of like Doom style. It's kind of a interesting. I've never seen it done before. I'm sure someone has done it before, but the entire book is done like that. The entire graphic novel is done like that. I picked up some old Tintin, so I've been reading some Tintin. Old, some old, I've never read any Tintin. Some old slightly racist oh, Tintin. Looks so some cheesy. Old slightly racist yeah. Tintin. But I love I love the art. It's it's You this, love racism. I don't love racism. <laughs> I love the art. The one I've been reading, I picked up a couple of them, but I'm reading Land of Black Gold, which is like Tintin in the Middle East. <laughs> and so, well, one of the things I, I feel like, you know, um, we've been friends for uh, several years now, yeah. and we started talking about comic books casually, and we would pick up, um, you know, we pick up the things we like to read, and we read some of the, you know, quintessential books in the last 10 years. But I'll tell you what, since the podcast, like, you've been diving into some, like, Deep independent stuff. I not like not like like deep deep where it's like only online. Even though we've had some yeah. great interviews and yeah. and and we ourselves have been exposed to a lot of indie publishers just in this podcast, yeah. reading their stuff, interviewing them. That that goes deep indie. But like you're 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 going to the store. You're ordering online. Yeah. You're 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 um uh, funding kickstarters yeah. like left yeah. and right like. <laughs> Every time like I see you, it's like uh, you're like reading some new. I can't keep up, brother. Well, the thing is, I figure like uh, you can read a thousand Spider-Man stories, right? And I right. love, I love. There's a part of me that will always want to go read 
what Batman's up to. There's a part of me that's always going to want to go see and read uh, what's going on in Marvel. Right, right. right. Uh, but there's another part of me that goes, there are so many indie books out there with so many different stories to tell that it's hard to not go, well, that's really cool. For for 10 bucks, I can, I can like jump in and help this guy right. make their book. Um, so that's, it's because I, the thing about comics is, and we'll probably talk about this with Kaiju Max next week for the episode is the only way you can tell these stories and really have your audience visualize what you're yeah. thinking about is to make a... $200 million movie or to write a comic book. Yeah. And Those are your options yeah, for some really. of this stuff. Because a novel, just it's not going to convey the same kind of imagery that you'd want. Yeah. So what you get to do is you get to get you have all these creators who have all these amazing ideas but don't have the presence or the funding or the um, uh, infamy to do a movie, to yeah. sell a script. Um, and they get to do these wild imaginative stories. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes only a handful of people read them. So if you can get involved in Kickstarters, if you can go on and buy a subscription to an online comic book, I encourage you to do it because not only might you find something that you really love, but you, you're supporting that cause. You're supporting creativity in its, its highest form. Giving, giving the tools to someone to tell whatever story their heart dreams up. And that's my biggest thing, man, is that there's so many stories out there to tell. Um, so what I do is I kind of keep my eyes peeled to like, you know, what are, what are some of the comic book websites I like? What are they, what are they posting Kickstarters about? Uh, what are other artists I like? What are they saying? What are they backing? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then occasionally I just go on, I, I, usually every week or so I go on and see what's new on Kickstarter just because you can click on comics and it shows you everything that people are making. Uh, and you can kind of go, that looks pretty cool. Now there's some stuff on there that I'm, that I'm like, eh, I don't, yeah. I'm, you know, there's stuff that I'm not interested in and that doesn't mean it doesn't have its merits and it's, it's not good. So let's go over those three ways to find like, like independent stuff, whether good or bad. You said Kickstarter one, go to Kickstarter, yeah. search comics, search comics on Kickstarter. That's really good. What I do is I follow artists. I like, if you want to see, follow an artist you like on, on Twitter, even if they're like a, even if they draw for image or DC, they have friends who don't, yeah, who are putting out independent stuff and they will tweet you, Hey, I just backed this book. Yeah. And so any of the artists that we've read in our, look at our comic exposure feed, any yeah. of those artists are going to get you down the road to more independent artists. Yeah. And so like for me, that's what I do. I either go to Kickstarter or I go and I find, you know, what's going on with, you know, with the other Kickstarters I'm, you know, with, with the artists that I'm following. And so there's a couple, like, I will go to Kickstarter, I'll find stuff, I'll go look and see what are, what are the other artists I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. Or I just troll, like, comic book websites. What, what are people... Josh is always trolling on the internet. I am, I am. He's that's, just trolling. That's what like, I do. He's always like, hey, uh, Lady Gaga, get more weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a Josh burn. <laughs> uh, but... But so I, Faced. I just try to seek out what's going on, and, and like so, we've had some we've had some independent publishers on the podcast, right? Um, we've you know very passionate about what they do yeah, too. Really That's what I love about, about interviewing these. And independent there's some publishers. good stuff that that those that those publishers are putting out, and just go look, man. We we've we've had some of these. So some of these you know some of these companies that have been on are, are putting out good stuff, or they're going to tweet to you about other projects that other publishers are putting out. 
And that's it's a good, good way to find it's stuff. It's good creative karma, too. Yeah. Like, we live in a world where you can put anything out there. So eventually, even if you're not doing it right now, you will put something out on the internet that yeah. you want people to view. Get some good creative karma. Go view other people's stuff. Pay a few bucks here and there. Yeah. And it's going to come back to you. Yeah. So Josh is gathering all the creative karma for this podcast because I ain't spending shit on Kickstarter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Travis doesn't believe in Kickstarter. That's even, right. There was even a Sean. Sean Murphy had a book. I know. I know. He my, yeah, he's my. He's like. He's like my. Uh, my favorite artist working in comics right now. And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, we'll sweeten the deal with a T-shirt. I was like, ah. How about a signed sketch? Ah. <laughs> uh, my wife. I have to like. I have to run Kickstarter by my wife. So here's a good example before we get to uh, before we get to you have to run Kickstarter by your wife. I have to, Maybe can I please support John Murphy, please? Our our uh, <laughs> our money is in the same pot. One day, if you ever get married, bachelor, separate you will, separate you will, finances. You will see how this separate works. beds, <laughs> separate finances. It's a good way to a healthy. That's marriage. right. So um, I was in class and I found and this is I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to something. On the podcast, uh, I found a po- a a Kickstarter because I was searching through Kickstarter of a Nancy Drew style novel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> so it's Taylor Swift and the mystery of the Starbucks lovers. <laughs> and it, it is a Nancy Drew novel esque about Taylor Swift. It's already written. It's already written. It's illustrated. So it's basically like fan fiction. Nancy Drew fan fiction with Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay. And uh. I had to have it because I have a love for uh, for Taylor Swift that doesn't make any sense, and I will freely and Nancy Drew. I will freely admit that my love for the album Red is uh, should is just ridiculous, and I will admit that. But uh, I got two copies of the book because you can gift that to someone. What kind of a like? That's a yeah. great stupid gift to give someone, right? Yeah. Like here's a Nancy, here's a Taylor Swift mystery novel. Uh, I got a poster that's going to go up in my classroom that it's a big, it looks like an Nancy Drew cover, but it's got like Taylor Swift on it. And it's like, like a painted picture of Taylor Swift. That's awesome. And then some stickers. (laughs) And uh, what was the other thing? So posters, stickers, postcards, and two copies of the book. That's sweet. That's sweet. I was like, I was like, I showed my kids in class, my students in class. uh, I was like, look what I found guys. They're like, they're paying you too much. This is ridiculous. Um, and then I had to I had to run it by I had to run it by the misses to see if I could back it, and she goes, "Well, of course you have to back it. <laughs> this is ridiculous." Well, I mean, it's the same way I felt. So I just recently backed a uh, Marilyn Manson Harriet the Spy uh, <laughs> Kickstarter, and um, that, I got a crucifix that might bleeding crucifix. I'm just going to tell you right now, <laughs> you, you want to make some money, buddy, as an English major, write that bitch up, and it will get funded on Kickstarter. Yeah, I, a Marilyn Manson. The first the first novel is called The Dope Show. And <laughs> I'm telling you, you can make some money, buddy. All right. Speaking of <laughs> making money, if you want to support this podcast, please write us at comicexposure.com. We will read your ads. We will read your wedding vows. We will read the back of a cereal box for you. Just give us some money. I just feel like we haven't done anything to earn money on this podcast yet. And I don't like it's not about money. Part of me, part of me doesn't want to sell out. Part of me doesn't want to sell out. But part of me goes like. Would people pay us to listen to this? It'd be nice to pay the hosting fees. It'd yeah. be nice to do it completely for free, not to pay money out of pocket. Yeah. But uh, and maybe buy some sweet like t-shirts. So here's what we've got going on. 
Yeah. It's 50th anniversary, buddy. It's a 50th anniversary. So you and I decided we wanted to talk about we want to we want to take a peek back. Yeah. At 50 episodes. If we were more organized, we would have cut like our favorite segments and pasted them into this podcast. But we're not going to do no, that. We're not going to do yeah, that. We're, we're going to talk a lot. We're just going to relive. We're going to talk a lot. So here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you choose. I'm gonna make you choose right now. Okay. Okay. Like your favorite. Okay. Like okay. Your favorite. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Favorite ready. guest. Oh man, we've not no, we did not guess this at all. Favorite so guest. Put you on the spot right now. Favorite guest in the last fifty episodes. So most of our episodes, comic book clubs episodes have guests. Uh, usually variants don't, unless they're interviews. Yeah. So you've done some interviews. Uh, favorite oh, man, guest. Guy, I've been drinking so much. I'm, I'm flaking on people's names. Um. <laughs> um. Shoot. What's the book? Um. Oh my God! I, it's our boy. Um. Uh. Oh my god, I feel so bad now. Which book? Uh, Batman and oh, Chris he did, Moore. Chris, Chris Moore, Moore. Chris Moore. I told him to his face. I go, you're my favorite guest on a podcast. You did because uh, he was Moore. on. He was on the podcast that you and I argued on. Yeah, he was on the one we argued on, and he was on Batman. Yeah, and I feel like, um, you know, he listens and he reads along, and he always has insightful things to say. He doesn't pick sides. Just because he's, he's your buddy first doesn't mean know, he always he agrees with you. He's a fucking idiot. He just needs to pick sides. <laughs> and I just like it. And I, maybe it's because uh, uh, I get to hang out with him at like, Comic-Cons and stuff, too. <laughs> uh, but Chris Moore, man, number one pick. Travis is number one podcast guest pick. Chris Moore, <laughs> coming at you. Sorry, Chris. I forgot your name there for a second. <laughs> All right. I always think Christopher Moore, the novelist. He, you know? Well, that yeah, is yeah, his yeah. name. It's Christopher yeah. Moore, much like the novelist. Yeah. Uh, which is one of my favorite novelists. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I've, I went, you through, love his stuff. I went yeah. through a stint where Jeb. I read... A dumb amount of Christopher Moore novels. No one should read that I many back read like to back. Two or three. Um, I think he's got a new one out now. I think it's about the Grim Reaper or something like that. Yeah, probably. Um, I gave up reading real novels. Favorite guest, Josh Go. Not guess. so easy, is it? When the tables are flipped. My favorite guest is probably going to tie into my favorite podcast episode. It's probably going to tie into my favorite podcast episode. Okay. So I'm going to do this. My favorite guest, and like he and I are bros. Oh, I know which one you're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy. Olam is is my is from my, Chrononauts. Yeah, it, it, no, Jeremy, no, no, from um, uh, he did Underwater Welder. With yeah, us. thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did he do Southern? He did Southern. He did. He was Father of the Year. Yeah, Father of the Year. Father of the Year. He did Southern Bastards with us, didn't he? Did Jeremy do Southern Bastards with us? He was. Yeah, he did too. I think he yeah. did Southern Bastards. See, this is why you can just pop questions in here, right? <laughs> See, but listen, uh, they're like, that's but I my know, main. I know yeah, Jeremy yeah, yeah. was on Underwater Welder. Underwater Welder was like. A great, so I felt like we got really philosophical on that one. And Jeremy was a great guest to like get like deep into like some some heavy dad issues. But like right. it was like a really kind of good conversation. Uh, so Jeremy's Jeremy is my is my all time is my my top guest. So sorry, you, were, you went sorry, smart. Chris Moore. You picked one of your guests. I should have picked one of my guests because if they're listening, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're not gonna pick one of us." <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna flip it back to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which of the books uh, that we've read? We've read a lot of trades that yeah. have continuing trades after what we've read. Yeah. Which, um, which of these trades have you not read further, but you wish you were reading further right now? That I wish like, I was reading. Like, further that you, right that now. you continued reading because the the thing that people don't know is. We have to read so many trades in addition to working and reading other stuff and consuming media that we read these really great trades and we're like, I want to read more of this. But then you have to read the next trade. And so sometimes – and also the expense of buying lots of trades. Yeah. So uh, there are so many titles that I'm like, oh, I want to read more of this, but I haven't. So which other trades 
uh, do you want to read more oh, of? Oh, man, that's a good question. If I were yeah. going to... See, I'm, now we're, we're just throwing out un-reviewed un- questions. Um, let's see. If, I'm gonna, if I was going to read more of one that I could... That, that there's more of there out... There's more out there of it. I think I would go... There's a couple of them. Um, you only get one. You only oh, get one. Man. Uh, I wish... That's a problem, dude, because there's one I wish I were cut out. Cut out. There's one I've been reading that I want to read more of. Um, so I read volume. So this is this is my, I'm going to caveat my question. I so I've read further in Black Science. I read volume two of Black Science. You got it for me mm-hmm. for Christmas. Uh, I want to read the rest of it. I want to catch like up. Four trades. Yeah, it's su- yeah, it's yeah. super bizarre. I really love it. I want to get. I want to read more of that one. But one that I haven't read any, read any more in, and I think I'm going to pick. I think I'm going to take yours. Yeah, you picked two of them. You're already breaking the rules. But I think I'm, right, I think I'm going to take yours right now. Actually, you know what? No, no, I'm you not, say it. Say I'm it. not going to take yours. I'm not going to take yours. I got. I, um, I I would like to finish Alex and Ada. We read the first volume okay. of Alex and Ada. There's only three volumes of it. Right. Uh, I have not gone to pick up two and three, but I want to know where that story goes. So that's the one. If I could go pick it up right now, and in fact, uh, I got tomorrow off. You just inspired yourself to do it. I inspired myself to go get uh, two because it's that's it. It's yeah, done. Then it's done. It's a it's a final story. Yep. Uh, and so Alex and Ada, I think I want to know where that I want to know where that story goes. Mine fits in. My choice fits into that same uh, paradigm of like there's only a couple more trays yeah. as done. The fade out. Oh, I read yeah. I read volume one of the fade out. I picked up the next two single issues yeah. after it, but didn't continue picking them up in single issues. Yeah. I want to read that, but there's I could easily say another ten trades that I want to continue reading. Lock yeah. and key and all these. I things, almost picked you know? I almost picked lock and key. Yeah, although I didn't love the you art. Are, on lock you and want key. a big fan of the art? I yeah. want to know. I want to know where it goes. It seems like well, one you got Stephen King's son writing, yeah. it, so you know he's going to take it in strange places. Yeah. and two that world is can open up and be huge. Yeah, yeah. That world can be huge. That's a good summer read because it takes place in like that old summer mansion cottage yeah, type yeah. thing. Uh, so yeah, I would say I would say Alex and Ada. Currently, I've tried to keep up with a couple of the books. So I, I'm current on trade trade watching Southern Bastards. So I, I'm waiting for Trade Three to come out of that. That comes out in July. I need to catch up on Black Science. That one's so trippy though that I don't. I want to be able to sit and read like three trades back right. to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Alex and, Ada, Alex and Ada is the one where I'm like, oh, I could get two and three and I could be yeah, done Yeah, and that's with one it. that like I don't know if I would read the next trade. Like if you read it and said it was good, I would pick it up because the first – I liked the first one, but it wasn't like I was overwhelmingly like trying to see the next oh, trade. I would, say, I would say the same thing that it didn't, it didn't, to- it didn't totally hook me, but I want to know – I kind of want to finish the story because it's only two more trades. I'm like, oh, that's like twenty bucks. I could get like a a whole story out of right, the other right, two right. trades. You know. All right, hit me. Hit me another one. All hit right, me so another here, one. Here's my question for you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah favorite, yeah. favorite book we've done. Favorite. Like, Fa- okay. Favorite trade we've done. Okay. Um, you know, we, when we first started this uh, podcast, we kind of picked some trades that we already we were we already each really liked. Yeah. I picked Treacher, yeah, so Preacher, don't, don't so I'm not picking. Yeah, okay. Preacher. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah. don't pick that. Um, so um, the best trade that um, I was exposed to during this whole po- podcast series that I liked the most, um, I gotta go Saga, baby. I gotta go Saga. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't, re- if we hadn't done this podcast, I don't know if I would have been in the world and. Of the comic book world enough and talking to you yeah. to know what saga is and that is w- one series that i have continued to buy every trade to yeah i love it the world is so big it can go on for infinity as far as <laughs> the story it is concerned <laughs> and um i love it i love it i i feel my life is richer because of saga 
and you should come hear us talk about Saga that's at Phoenix a, that's, Comic Con. That's a good pitch. Uh, <laughs> to break up this conversation, uh, on Phoenix Comic Con, which is the 2nd through the 5th, right? Yeah. We are uh, on July, no, July, June 5th at Phoenix Comic Con. If you've got your tickets to Phoenix Comic Con, uh, we have a panel on the Sunday programming at yeah. noon. We're going to do a live comic book club. So yeah. we've got two guests coming on, some old guests, Freddie Pinon, who's going to be on there, and then Andrea Consalvi. They were both on separate shows before. They're coming on, and we're going to talk about Volume 1 of Saga. We're going to talk characters, story, uh, art, and we're going to talk about uh, why it's great. We're going to take some some people from the audience, uh, and we're going to we're, we're going to bring people in and be a part of Comic Book Club. We're going to have some stuff to give away. Uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to so. be it's going to be awesome. And we both like this is something we're not going to argue about. We both yeah. love Saga, yeah. so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a love fest, it and is. it's going to be fun, and we're going to get people to interact from the audience. It's going to be a good time. It's a good time. I'm looking forward to it. So and we're going to try to record it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to record. It, so no promises, but I think. Even if we grab your uh, wonky mic, like yeah. your one, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we can we'll, do we, we'll make something happen. You know, we might even be able to do just video. We could, we could YouTube that crap. Oh yeah, we yeah, could, yeah, we yeah. could just put a video up of it. That's true, and that would work, and because you'd get the sound from everything, and then I can just capture the sound from the YouTube video and like enhance it. Yeah, we'll talk. We after. Just we'll, do, talk we we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk yeah, after we'll the show. So, uh, <laughs> my favorite trade. Yeah, your my favorite trade that we've read. Um, that's a that's a tough one. Because I, I do love Saga, but I don't think it's I don't think it's my favorite one we've read. If I were gonna pick a favorite, and I want to pick one, um, I think it comes down to two books that I really really liked, and it's either The Fade Out or Southern Bastards. Okay. And I think Southern Bastards, you is, yeah, yeah Southern Bastards is phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. I wish I weren't a trade waiter. I wish I could I would get it single issues, but part of me, Jason Aaron just kills it. Yeah. Part part of me just wants to read it. At like in chunks. I think um, I think I I think that book is very much like Breaking Bad, where it's if you had to wait every week, I don't know. It's better to just binge. And I would say like the first book had like a good beginning, middle, and end. The second book, the second volume, had a great beginning, middle, and end. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to Trade Three. I think it comes out in July. Oh, nice. That's probably one of my favorite series that I trade weight on. Um, okay. I think Saga is great. But I think I think Southern Bastards is takes it, the cake for you. I think it does. I think yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. something special about uh, Latour's ugly, ugly art. Yeah. Like it's those people look gnarly and yeah, they yeah, look yeah, like yeah, Southern yeah, Bastards. Yeah, they do. Uh, and, and the Jason, color, the colorist is great. Yeah, in that. barbecue baby, barbecue barbecue sauce and and like uh, molasses. <laughs> like that's just what it looks like. Um, great book. Love love that book. I think that's my favorite. My favorite book that we've read. Uh, probably not my favorite episode, but my favorite book. Okay. So um, my my question to you yeah. is, um, which of what ha- have we read? Do you, out of all the books, trades that we read, all the all the books we read, what is the most um, book you would most likely give someone who hasn't read a comic before? Now I know there's nuances to this, like yeah. what they like, but if you're just meeting someone, and they're like, oh, you have a comic book podcast. What should I read? Without asking them any prefaces questions, what do you think is going to be the most successful? Um, all-encompassing, exposing into comics. Um, I, again, I want that pick, question makes sense. Yeah, I do. Okay. I kind of want. If I were gonna, if I'm gonna give a comic book to somebody uh, who hasn't read one, um, witches. I think witches is my pick. If they like, oh, that's good. If they like, that's good. Dude. If they like horror movies, if they like a little bit of suspense, witches is a complete story. It reads quick. The art's weird, but it's not too comic booky or cartoony. Oh, that's so good, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I think that that is one. 
it it beats expectations for what people think a comic book is. And that's what I want to do when I, want to, when I give somebody a comic book. I want them to go, I didn't expect this. And I think Witches mm. does a really good job of that. I also think uh, I also think Southern Bastards does a really good job of the same thing. And I know, like, I, like I've already praised that. So Witches, I yeah, think, is yeah. probably the one I would do. And I don't know if I can pick a better one than Witches. Uh, witches might be the... It's self-contained, even though it's going on. The series is continuing. But it's going to go in a different way. I think it's going to yeah, go in a little sandwiches. bit different way. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go with this one. I know it's less dramatic this way, but I'm going to go witches. I think if I had to give... So we've done we've done a talk about a collection before, and we've talked why about the last Why the Last Man. Man. Yeah. If I had a bucket like you do of yeah. Why the Last Man, and someone was like, just give me something to read, man, that is a... Someone who likes you know what? novels, that's yeah. a good one. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, since you can do Witches, I'm going to do Why the Last Man, because I, I have done that. I When people ask, oh, what comics should I read, I give them Why the Last Man a Preacher. Yeah. But I, Preacher, you got to be have a certain mindset. Like, I'm yeah. not going to give that to just anyone. Uh, but Why I, the why Last, Last Man, Man give it's a little edgy, but it's it's pretty it's pretty just like, it's like, uh, it's Matthew Vaughn, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's lost. It's, you know. Yeah. Brian Vaughn. Brian, uh, Brian Vaughn, yeah. Um, I would say I would say why the last man's a really good good one to to give to people, uh, but then we also did I think Chrononauts we did Chrononauts, and I think that's a yeah it's a pretty good like fun story. It's got the fun stuff to it. it doesn't necessarily have the drama part no, that no. like both the other ones do. Yeah. Um, so yeah yeah right. I think you're safe with all, either three of those titles giving it to someone who hasn't read a comic book before, and it's the genre won't scare them away. Yeah. Um, you know, we've done a couple, like, encapsulated stories where we've done, like, it's been, like, a graphic novel. And I think the ones that we've done that really, we, we did Underwater Welder, which is a good kind of, like, sit-alone story. And we did My Friend Dahmer. We did Persepolis. Um, all those are kind of great sit-alone stories. Uh, I think My Friend Dahmer is probably, if I were to, like, it's yeah. it's some indie comic book art, but it is such a weird topic. Yeah. That I think it's a cool one for people who don't read comic books to go. Here's here's something weird. Right. Here's something weird to read. I gave it to Ryan. And he he liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Um. Yeah. So man, God, it's taking me down memory lane. I got to look <laughs> back at all the the books that we read. I mean, there's been a bunch. This we haven't mentioned Persepolis. Yeah. Uh. You know what? I should have said my mom for best podcast guest. <laughs> God damn it. Totally screwed up. I'm that screwed one. up. I don't think she listens though, so you're probably okay. <laughs> I actually did enjoy having her on. That was fun. It was kind of cool. It was kind of yeah. cool. Um, so you didn't say your wife, so you're screwed. I didn't say my wife, um, and she's been on the podcast twice. twice. She was on She-Hulk, but you guys didn't like She-Hulk, so that doesn't make that automatically makes me not like an episode. Yeah. When I'm outnumbered. Oh, you get so pouty when someone doesn't I like do, it. Man. You get so pouty. It wasn't as bad as God hates astronauts. It was not as bad as when we did God hates that astronauts. That was early on too. Because yeah. you, you, and you and Ryan. We tore that book apart. Oh man, we tore that book apart. Real dicks. In that one. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't pick my wife. I, she she doesn't listen to the podcast either, so yeah. I think she'll be okay. Well, my friend, that is fifty podcasts 50 in podcasts. the bank. In the bank, and we got good things on the horizon. We got a live show. We've got more interviews coming up. We've got yeah. new books coming out. Oh man. We've Sky's got. The we've, limit. I've got a couple of guests that I'm trying to get on the show. So, Maybe more boot crates. Uh, boot crate is. Uh, I boot crate. We'll probably do another boot crate. Yeah. We'll probably get one of those. Yeah. One of those done. 
Uh, so I've got a couple of guests maybe lined up for the show. Um, Sean Aldridge, who is the uh, the writer of um, Dark and Bloody from Vertigo. He dark and, and Bloody, Dark and Bloody, Dark and Bloody. He and I have had a couple – we had like a quick conversation. He said he's interested in coming on, uh, but they just finished up. ECC was, you know, just wrapped up. Toronto right, Comic right, right. and Arts so Festival just wrapped up. Media out. Um, and so I'm, ha- I'm hoping to have him on. That's going to be put into trade. It's just six issues, so it might be a good one to see if I want to come on, and we, we can talk about that one. Yeah. Um, We've got summer reads coming up, man. We're gonna we're gonna finish our we're gonna finish the school year of reading with Kaiju Max. Yeah, that'll be our last book for for uh, May. Yeah, and then we start summer reads, and so summer we're gonna. Reads. Is, I think it's gonna be it'll probably be indie summer again. I don't think we'll probably we probably won't read any Marvel or DC. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. we might. Uh, we don't read we a lot have, of Marvel have, and DC anyway. We have a potential anyways. pull list right now for titles, and there's not a lot of Marvel and DC in there. No, we've, we've got maybe a, we should th- maybe we'll throw one in there in the middle to you know as like a, like a nice uh, little break. A nice yeah. little break. We've, we've got a list of stuff that we're we're looking at doing some indie stuff. Uh, like I had mentioned earlier, I'm going to try to uh, get all my ghosts on here. Uh, I might even be able to. It might be a good one to do a little interview uh, with the artist, possibly indie mm-hmm. indie comic artist uh, Jeremy Messier Messinger. Um, it, that's a bummer that I don't remember. Deborah Messinger is isn't Deborah she, Messinger. Isn't she the that's chick the from um, uh, Yes. Uh, what's that? Will and Grace. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this summer we're, we're going to have probably, Will and Grace on the show. We, will and Grace will be on the show. I think we're going to look at doing. Uh, do you want to do another Brian K. Vaughn book? Do I could do. I could do a whole podcast on just, just Brian, Brian K. Vaughn books. Uh, Paper Girls. I read it in singles, but I'd like to read it in one collection. Sit right, down and read right. it. I read the first uh, issue. Yeah, the first issue. So I think that would be a good one to do. Uh, there's rebels from, uh, from, from, uh, I think it's on black horse. Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should, put, maybe we should put these like a list of titles on Twitter. Have people vote. That's you not know what I'm saying? Idea. That's not you a know? bad idea. Give the people what they Give want. Give the people what That's they want. That's what we're all about here on comic exposure. We are. We are and we hope that. that we are giving you what you want. We hope that you have enjoyed, you know, I think uh, I've had so much fun finding a kindred spirit just to talk comic books with. It's so hard to find someone who uh, is your age <laughs> and is not creepy hanging out in a schoolyard being, you guys like comic books? You like Spider-Man? Uh, talking about comic books with um, coming out of the comic book closet and being able to discuss it, but also being able to to dive a little deeper into the comic yeah. book world, read some stuff that I normally wouldn't read, and be able to discuss it in a very like fun but also serious way. I think I think that's one of the things if I'm going to take anything I take away from this show I think one of the things that I really enjoy about it is that these are conversations that you don't have with yourself right, right. you read a comic book and you're like that was good and then yeah. you, you put it down but you don't really get to go like because of this show I get to like dissect story and character and art that I normally wouldn't do um, that I know why people do book clubs like right. you know why people sit around and go mm, we we're going to discuss to kill a mockingbird you right. know, like people do it because they're you get, I get so much more out of what we read by these conversations. There are so many times where you or one of our guests says something. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't see that. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Especially when it comes to like art and stuff like that. I'm like, I had no idea. And then I'm like, oh, I like this book now. Or like, <laughs> I like it so much more. Or I'm like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, I think, I think it really changes some stuff. And um, I, I think that's kind of one of the coolest things about it. So I'm looking forward to another 50 episodes. That's right. Another 50 episodes. Uh, as we become possibly international podcast international An podcast international superstars uh, uh, yeah yeah it's gonna be, we'll, it's gonna we'll, be weird we, maybe well we can drop that uh <laughs> a, a bomb some other time but it, it we got some things in the works baby we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go east and west and maybe uh 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 
be able to bring some interesting guests onto the podcast. <laughs> I think so. That's probably one of the most exciting things. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us at uh, www.comicexposure.com. All of these 50 episodes are up there. We've got comic book club episodes. We've got variant editions where we, uh, we're interviewing guests, uh, creators of comic books, comic book store owners, all sorts of people in the comic book world where we bullshit about some movies we watched before. So if you want to go back and hear what we had to say. About- one of my favorite variant episodes is when we talk about costumes. Like what if you were a superhero? What costume? What costume you have? Remember pouches, pouches, everywhere. pouches. What <laughs> were we keeping our pouches? You dropped that one on me, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm gonna wear. <laughs> uh, but but so you go back and listen to those 50 episodes at uh, comicexposure.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I run the Twitter page. I don't usually. I don't even use my own personal Twitter anymore. Yeah, you just, you I just use the comic exposure, exposure one. Uh, but it's usually just junk that's going on in the comic world, what I'm reading, what's going on. I live tweet stupid shit that I read. Uh, so if you're interested in that, at Comic Exposure. Uh, we have an Instagram we don't use. Travis was supposed to take that up. Listen. Maybe in the next 50 episodes, he'll pick that one up. That's right. Uh, so you, you can follow us uh, at Comic Exposure there. Uh, or you can follow me on Comic Exposure that's at right. Josh Broccoli. Yeah, that, that's a. That's I'm loading these podcasts into the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Travis takes care of the, the digital realm with this. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us out on the internet. Listen to some old episodes. Tell your friends if you've got a chance and you've enjoyed some of these 50 episodes. Give us a good review, a nice a quality review on uh, on iTunes. That helps us get plugged up above above other people. Yeah. If you follow us on Twitter, tweet tweet us out, retweet we'll, us. We'll, we'll, we'll write you back. Yeah, share. share Share what's going on. I, you know, I like to talk to people on the Twitter, so tell us what's going on. I met some lovely people uh, from Tucson. They do a comic book club in Tucson. Uh, it's like uh, adult comic book club. So they're going to be at Swingers. Phoenix. They're going to be at Phoenix Comic Phoenix Comic Con. They're going to look us up. They're going to be at the twelve o'clock panel. Oh, nice. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. So if you're in the Phoenix area, come to the Comic Con. Check us out uh, on June fifth at twelve o'clock on the Spotlight on Saga live comic book club episode. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a great 50. Mm. Here's to 50 more. Travis Ratz, I love you, brother. I love you too, Josh Buckley. And we'll see you next Next trade. Next trade.